where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today, post-inauguration. It was good to see that there were not mass looting, mass riots, or anything like that. I was telling my friends pre-inauguration that the best way to voice your opposition to to if you're the man that you wanted didn't win was instead of marching or, or protesting, was just everybody show up wearing funeral black, just thousands of people. Women wearing black dresses, men in black suits. If we still own suits, because most men don't wear suits anymore. And just be in a, a moment of silence and just pray. Just pray during the whole inauguration. I think that'd be much more impactful and much more mature way to to protest what you might see as an election that was fraudulent. Today, we're going to talk about the great collusion. Now, collusion, if you don't know the word, collusion is essentially the same thing as a conspiracy. It's when more than one party get together to influence an outcome of something. They work together to do something surreptitious or something secretive. That's Gregory's definition of it. That's not certainly Webster's. But we have the great collusion, and we've certainly seen the great collusion slowly developing the last 20 years. I, mean, I, I, I think when I tell high schoolers I know, teenage kids, teenage age kids, that I went to high school, at a time where there was no email and no internet. And I took typing classes to learn how to type. We didn't have computers. Now, when I was a kid, we had Apple IIEs at the elementary school I went to. But in general, we didn't have technology. And if you just look at the quickening of technology in the last certainly 15 years, what we had even in 2005, we didn't really have Twitter I don't even think it existed. YouTube was nascent. We had Google in its inchoate form, but we didn't really, we didn't have Facebook yet. I mean, so you you look at, and then certainly the, the, the touch technology didn't exist. And then look what we have now. It, it's just how rapid technology has moved and with it, lack of regulation. And I think what makes it so pernicious and insidious is we essentially have a mono party in the West. And I don't mean politics. This episode isn't necessarily politics. This is more about how of the great collusion. And you've you saw it somewhat borne out in the 2016 election, but certainly in the 2020 election. And in short, to be terse, it's this. The great collusion is this. Big tech, academia, big banking, big business, Hollywood, social media, the attack organizations like the ADL, Southern Poverty Law Center, all embrace the same ideology. They're all on the same side. They're all run by the same global elite, and they all have the same agenda. 
So let's repeat. Pretty much every humongous influencer that's in your life, think about what you do day in, day out. They're all on the same side, and they're all working together to suppress. Now, they won't call it suppress. They'll call it protecting from hate speech. But for all intents and purposes, don't say intensive person. It's a grammarian that drives me crazy. Intensive. It's intents and purposes. They're infringing on, on speech. So if you look, Twitter, Jack Dorsey, very lefty. Zuckerberg, clearly lefty. The Alphabet Company, Google, lefty. Apple, lefty. We don't have to say anything about Hollywood. We know Hollywood, the, 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 the motto for Hollywood should be corrupting the youth since 1920. We know the filth that they, they, they've been sending out there, especially when they got rid of all the um, the code. They used to have a code up until about 1965. I can't remember, but when they, you know, you, you couldn't show sex or language, was, and that was all thrown out in the you know, late 60s, and then you saw the filth that came out in the 1970s. I mean, no doubt there were great directors that, auteurs, that got their start during that time. If you look at someone like Coppola and Lucas and that, and that whole generation, Scorsese, but if you look at the type of the movies we had in the 60s, like, I mean, in before, I mean, you had like these Billy Wilder movies and Ilya Kazan movies and just you know, Mr. Chips goes to Hollywood and, and, and it's a wonderful life and all. And then you see what we have in the 1970s, Last Tango to Paris. You know, you see these just this, this graphic pornography change. And then, you know, the last certainly 20, 30 years, just filth, pro-drugs, pro-sex, pro-fornication, pro you know gender bending stuff to be vague pro abortion so we know hollywood's job is to fill the youth with crap academia i mean academia has been has been on the left uh, the radical left for i mean it, it was it was kind of closet in the 1950s you look at mccarthy so look at the venona project the venona project essentially these are papers that came out later vindicated joseph mccarthy joseph mccarthy was right <laughs> His, his red scare was right. There were communists in American government. There were certainly communist sympathizers in Hollywood. Absolutely. He was right. But what do we what do we think of McCarthy now? Bigot, intolerant, witch hunt. He was right. And they knew he was right. That's why they had to go after him. Churches. Look at Bella Dodd. Go to the congressional hearing. So back in the 1930s, there were different people that were part of the U.S. Communist Party that 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 defected and came out. And the one I know most is Bella Dodd because I'm a Catholic. But there were certainly men from back then. I mean, mainstream Protestantism was still strong. Now it's dead. It is moribund. The the conventional Lutheran churches, the Methodist churches, the Episcopalian Episcopalians are in schism right now. But back in the 1920s and 30s, when they were still powerful, these guys who were part of the, the Communist Party came out. They defected. They came out. And they, under congressional hearings, under sworn oath, they said, yes, we were infiltrating the churches. Absolutely. We infiltrated the churches. Bella Dodd said, absolutely. We were putting priests in the seminary that were not only communists but were you know touchy touchy feely feely if you catch my drift and this all borne out if you and you catholics know later on with vatican council too and what vatican council do what it did to the church and you can see the church today and no doubt you can see what happened in in, in the mainstream protestantism so they infiltrated the church 
So a lot of churches today are very watered down, or a lot of them are of this world. Episcopalians have open lesbian bishops. That's why there's schism, because the African Episcopalian churches are like, what the hell? You colonized us and taught us the faith, and now you've left the faith? Open lesbian bishops. <laughs> so yeah, there you see that problem. But academia, no doubt, is radical left. Go to any any college of liberal arts in any university in America, and 90% of its professors are going to be left. And 50% are going to be avowed Marxists. So, you know, they're indoctrinating the kids day in, day out. You see it all the time. Well-intentioned Christian kids go to college. They come back during winter break of their freshman year, and they say they're an atheist. Because right? they get indoctrinated by these professors. So the great collusion is that. All these people, all these organizations are working in concert to suppress. Look what happened to Parler. Right? Oh, you were inciting hate speech. No, they actually had a hate speech policy. Oh, but we have to take you down. So what did Google, Google Store and Apple took it down? Ostensibly because it was a conservative app. Now they're going after Gab. Right, So Gab has its own hosting service. They don't have to rely on Amazon. So they can't take down Gab that way. So what are they doing? They're sending the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, and the ACLU, both part of the same ideology, and attack them that way for hate speech and inciting hate speech. Even though you can go to Twitter, and there was hashtag hang Mike Pence. You can go to Twitter and find Antifa platforms still up. The founder of Gab said he couldn't get credit cards. Why couldn't he qualify for credit cards? Certainly he's got money. It's because he's on the wrong ideology. So you see the clamp down. The clamp down is coming. You've seen it on Facebook, right? Facebook censored anything that was against the COVID vaccine. Facebook certainly censored during the elections anything that was fake news who determines what's quote fake news so there's massive censorship over there massive censorship over at twitter you saw what they did with the the, the former president's profile and other pro people's profile the cancel culture so they what they have is they control essentially everything now and what they learned in the 2016 election was the global elite the ruling elite who own you know, CNN and, and, and the New York Times and all these things, they realize, oh, wow. So Trump got elected in 2016. Why? Because of an underswelling of populism. And he was supported, yes, by Fox, but also by you know, conservative large YouTube channels and alternative media, OAN. You know, think of these places. And so what did they figure out? Well, we got to clamp down on these people. So this can't happen again. And then if we if if the election is, let's say, uh, not the most uh, full of integrity, how are people going to know if we control all the outlets? Look at the uh, Uncle Joe Biden's connection that the the I think it was the New York Post had that humongous article. It came out like what a month before the election about his family's dealings with China and with the Ukraine. It was supposed to, it sh should have blown the roof. But how can it blow the roof if no one can hear it? 
there's that old saying I remember advertisers I used to listen to talk radio and they used to have these commercials like how did how if you could be the best cobbler in the world shoemaker right you're the best cobbler but if nobody knows then you're not so it's all about reaching people so you could have the smoking gun but if you can't reach anybody because they control it then you don't have anything What's the saying about the tree that falls in the woods? If nobody hears it, did it really fall? You know, it's it's these things. So we are at this point where there's there's the great collusion. The great collusion's job is to suppress anything that's going to be on the right, on every level. I've talked about this previously. So certainly you, you see like even people like Stefan Molyneux, a well-known philosopher who Look, is not even religious. He has a million subscribers on YouTube. He just talks about philosophy. They completely deplatformed him. Not even to monetize him where he can still have his content. They just took him off. And he's he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in God. He believes in uh, universal preferable behavior. He believes that he he thinks he came up with an ideology where atheists can still use. Um, get their morals from because he, he even he's honest he's like uh, atheists can't get their morality without religion no they they deplatformed him and look there's there's a lot of examples of people on youtube that have been deplatformed because they're on the wrong side you don't see youtube deplatforming communist parties or communist channels right so we all know this is one-sided and the goal is the global elite learned. It's like we have to suppress now and go after the alt, the alt sources. So they're going to target YouTube content big time this year. Now that, especially now that their president is in and they control every house and the Senate. And they control <laughs> I mean, business, banking, academia. I mean, they control everything. They're going to go after YouTube channels. Of all stripes, all stripes, anything that smacks of alt-conservative. They're not going to go over Fox News. Manosphere, it's it's coming, guys. I predicted this even in the summer if Uncle Joe got elected. Remember, the, the Department of Justice under Trump was going to file an anti-monopoly uh, trust. Against and they did. They filed an antitrust lawsuit against Google and against um, somebody else that's really big. Is Uncle Joe's Justice Department going to continue that? Probably not. Probably not because they all work on the same side. So what's going to happen in YouTube, guys? I mean, look. If you come to my channel for for the medical stuff. That's great. But if you come to my channel because you're red pill and you like MGTOW stuff, look, there's going to be a MGTOW crackdown. We know that like TFM, Turd Flinging Monkey, for example, he was taken off YouTube a couple years ago. So he's on alternate sites. But they're probably going to go after those alternate sites too for hate speech. It's interesting. What's the definition of hate speech? It's okay for a comedian to to joke about the severed head of a politician if it's if you're on the right side. See, it's a visionary comedy if you're on that side. But if a conservative were to have done that, no. They've been arrested. So enjoy your MGTOW content now, my friends, because look, a lot of the biggest content creators have already been de- demonetized in the past. 
I think Donovan Sharp was, Coach Coach Greg Adams, you look Coach Red Pill, you look at these guys, all demonetized. But beyond the demonetization, they're going to get deplatformed. Smaller channels are going to get deplatformed. Apple has already threatened to, to go after podcasts. So this podcast could go away. It's an Orwellian nightmare. It is truly an Orwellian nightmare, the apocalypse that we are entering in terms of free speech. Because we are in a mono party. That's not to say conservative thought's going to go away completely, but we're but it's going to be suppressed and the outlets for it to communicate to others is going to be suppressed. You think about how you get if you're a libertarian how you get your your information. They can all be suppressed. Google controls everything, right? They know everything you look up. They know everything you look up. During the election, they were able to block Breitbart, the Breitbart website, from people going to it. Because Google is your browser, right? The Google is, is everybody's browser pretty much. Yes, there's alternate browsers, but... They data mine, Facebook data mines, Instagram data mines. They track all this. They, they, they give it to other parties. I mean, so eventually, like if it shows credit card companies, the courtesy cards at grocery stores, these are all to track your purchases. So maybe later on when you try to get your health insurance, they're going to raise the premiums. Why? Because you buy too much cake. All of it is tracked. Those credit card companies, when you buy that gigantic cake, they don't keep it. They give it to other people. You know when you Google stuff, Amazon has ads on the right. Like, wow, how did Amazon know I like sneakers? Because everything is tracked. Alexa listens to you even when you don't have it on. Siri does the same thing. Your cable box has been caught spying on you. Go to that episode. Guys, we are in a bleak world. And even the left, you know, it reminds me of the Stalinist purges of the 1950s. Oh, the Cultural Revolution in Mao in the 1950s. A lot of the most vociferous, useful idiots, as Lenin called them, so, so people that did their bidding, were consumed by the, revelation, by the revolution later on because the revolution went after them too. Right? Isn't that the most effective thing? You hire hitmen to do your job, and then you snuff out the hitmen. Right? So there's no trail. But you see this in, in both of these communist organizations, and everywhere this happens where they can totalitarian governments can get away with it. They go after people. Oh, you you were you were a good part of the revolution. Then ten years later, you're a counter revolutionary. You no longer support the party. Boom, monkey trial. Boom, sent to the gulag or killed. So a lot of these people, these 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 liberals who support infringement of free speech because it's on their side, they don't understand that the snake's going to devour them eventually too. That's how it works in these revolutions. Just study. I, I think, and this is the last thing I'll talk about. I think the most important. Uh, historical precedent case study to really look at as to where we're going is not the American Civil War. Look at the Spanish Civil War, the Spanish, 1936 to 1939. That's where we're headed. I really think that's where we're headed. In that Civil War, you essentially had the Republicans, the Republican, it's 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 different terminology, but the Republicans were backed by the, the communists and the Soviet Union, and uh, they were elected in the office, and then there was some talk of a fraudulent election. And then the other side of the nationalists, the nationalists were run uh, by uh, 
Franco, who became the most famous, he was a general for the Spanish army. And they were backed by funds by the fascists, by Mussolini and Hitler. So, I mean, it was like, who's worse? <laughs> who's getting backed worse? I'm backed by Stalin. I'm backed by Hitler and Mussolini. So eventually there was a, a, a disputed election and that led to the country essentially being carved up. So different parts of the country were controlled by the left. We'll just say the left, so the Republicans, because that's going to confuse you. So different parts of the country were controlled by the left, and different parts of the country were controlled by the right. And then what happened was so many atrocities, guys. I mean, just horrific atrocities. These people would go in, let's say the left would go in to a town and bring everybody out of a village. Like you saw this in Ronda, beautiful town. The, 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 the Museum of Bullfighting's in it. It's over in Andalusia. And they just get everybody out and say, are you with the left or the right? And everybody that was with the right, like when they got into a new town, everybody was with the right, you're gonna jump off this cliff. You're gonna jump off this bridge or we'll kill you. And you saw both sides. The right was not like any better. So the right was supported. They, the, the Franco side, the nationalists, the right were the, arguably the the pro-Catholic, pro-religious, pro-traditional values. But Franco was not a saint. He viewed the, the the left, who were funded and supported by crypto-communists, as being more nefarious because they were atheists and because they were pushing a an agenda that was uh, what was not to his liking. So Franco and his group did a lot of atrocities too when they would get into uh, lefty regions, when they would take a leftist region and go into a town. Both sides, it was horrible. Eventually, it ended at three years later when Franco won. And uh, then Franco and the fascists took over Spain for about 30 years. And um, it depends on which side you're on. You know, there's a gigantic tomb mausoleum for Franco outside of Madrid that was clearly built by supporters of him when he died. Uh, since then, the Spanish government has kind of turned its back on the Franco time because now the Spanish government's run by the left. But that, I think that's where we're going because you see you see the party lines divided so clearly. And you can read Hemingway's uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls. I think I think that's the one that takes his, his character as a reporter for the, during the Spanish Civil War. I don't want to, maybe that's not, I think it's For Whom the Bell Tolls. Farewell to Arms is, is World War I in Italy. Yeah, it's For Whom the Bell Tolls. That's a good one to read because uh, that takes place during the Spanish Civil War. Also read James Michener's uh, Spain. That's another good one. But there's a lot of good books on the Spanish Civil War. But that's where we're going. That's where we're going. Because if you look, the country here is divided, right? The, the people who support the Democratic Party are largely atheists and progressives. Those who support the Republican Party tend to be working class, tend to be still religious, still believe in American values. And both sides are angry. Right? You got the left. You got the Antifa. You got the BLM. They're angry. Certainly, you see the the right is angry because they feel that the election was fraudulent. So you have 80 million people feel that their vote was taken. So we are primed for this horrific civil war. And I pray to God it doesn't happen, but I could see it happening. And part of that is the great collusion that we're in right now. They control everything. They control our, our ability to express and talk. Remember, the NSA came out 10 years ago and admitted under sworn oath the National Security Administration, which is 10 times bigger than the CIA, that they, they, they can track our texts, they read our texts, they read our emails, they can intercept our phone calls. We are in Oceana, Big Brother. We are in 
Orwell's Oceana. We truly are. And we just have this artifice that we think that we're not, but we truly are. So guys, I mean, what can we do about it? I don't know. I can't give you solutions, my friends. I don't know. All I can tell you is see the perils in front of us. And there are a lot. There are a lot. And maybe look at the example, not to go a Christian again, of the example of Pentecost. So if you look at Pentecost, all the apostles after, after Christ's dad were scared. So they were all holed up in a room. And then the Holy Spirit busted in and said, no, this ain't going to happen. You're a bunch of cowards. Get some strength. So the Holy Spirit comes in, gives them the tongues of fire over them, and gives them the ability to speak different languages, and gives them courage. And after that, they go and preach the word, and they don't care because all of them were martyred aside from St. John. St. John was the only apostle that actually lived a natural death. And, you know, he wrote the book of Revelation on the island of Patmos, but everyone else got martyred. But again, the seeds of the martyrs were the, 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 that's what made the church grow. So just remember, if you feel scared of what's going on right now, maybe, maybe go read Acts, the early part, the early chapters of Acts that have, that cover Pentecost. And just remember that Christ, Christ is there and uh, be not afraid and at the same time understand the perils that are in front of us and just enjoy whatever content that you like if you're on the alt-conservative side because it's going to be going away in the next year or so. Wah, wah. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have over there. If you want to support me, there's a PayPal link found in the episode notes. Click on it. The best way to support me right now is to post an honest review. If you like my channel, because we talk a little about MGTOW, we talk about finances, we talk about physical health, we talk about spiritual health, we talk about politics, post a review. You don't have to write anything. You just put four or five stars and hit enter. Go to Naturopathic Earth. There's a link in the episode notes, and you'll see my two books on the right side. Click on that to go to Amazon. And then anything you buy on Amazon, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you, as long as you buy something within 24 hours of going through the link. If you want help from the red pill perspective or weight loss perspective, contact me through the clarity.fm link. Go to clarity.fm and look me up. And lastly, please subscribe to The Awakened Man. Post an honest review. Please subscribe to Female Holistic Health Apothecary. We just had an episode on anal sex. I think what ran concurrent over here. And please subscribe and post an honest review for Confessions of an Obese Child, my podcast. It's been going on four years now on early childhood trauma and how it affects us later on. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.